Hey there, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Thought Card Podcast. Today, I have a very special episode for you guys because we're going to be talking about how to set financial goals. Now, this episode of the Thought Card Podcast is sponsored by my very own brand new course, Back to Budging Basics. In this course, we debunk the myths that budgeting is hard, and I help you create a personalized goal-centric budget that aligns with your priorities and values. Now, the secret sauce, guys, to having a budget that actually works is to have it align with your goals and priorities. And I'm going to teach you step-by-step how to do that. So if you are interested in enrolling in the course, you can head over to podcast.thoughtcard.com forward slash basics to sign up. Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. So it is time for us to show up for ourselves and boldly set our financial intentions for the new year, my friends. My word for the year is committed, and I am committed to taking action. And my goal is to help you do the same. But before we get started and, you know, we go off to the races, we really need a game plan. And setting your financial goals or setting intentions is one of the most important things that you can do. And that's what we're going to focus on today. Also, by the way, financial goals and setting financial goals is actually the first thing that we cover in the Back to Budging Basics course. So what are goals? Goals allow you to visualize and create your future today. Okay, I'm going to say that again because it's pretty deep, but goals allow us to visualize and create our future today. And that's powerful because we're really creating something kind of out of thin air, right? And we're creating it in our minds and we're going to be taking action and taking steps to get there in the future. But what I've found is that a lot of us set intentions and goals in the new year. And by the time February, March comes around, we're like, we abandoned our goals, And at the end of the year, we're like, what do we do? Maybe we didn't accomplish as much as we wanted to, or we're not as far along because we got distracted for whatever reason. But I found that, you know, in addition to like actually taking action on your goals, you have to set the right goals. And you have to set the right goals knowing who you are today. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you six things to consider when you're setting financial goals. And these things are super important because I believe that they're going to help you set you up for financial success. So the first thing we're going to talk about is assessing your current situation. When you are setting your goals, what you're really doing is assessing where you are right now and you're determining where you want to be. So you're going to ask yourself two questions. Where am I right now? And what do I want to accomplish? So here's my real life example. As you guys already know, I talk about this all the time on the podcast that I have a mortgage and I want to get rid of my mortgage. 
And I'm going to be very bold and want and I want to get rid of my mortgage before I'm 40. So where am I right now? I have a mortgage. And where do I want to be? And what do I want to accomplish? I want to pay off my mortgage before 40. So I'm very, very specific. I want to pay off my mortgage in less than 15 years. Okay. So that is my goal. Hashtag financial independence. Okay. So that is my specific goal. And I figured that out by figuring out where I am right now and also thinking about where I want to be and what I want to accomplish. Now, just as a reminder, Money serves several different purposes. You can spend money. You can save money for the future. You can pay off debt and you can invest. And lastly, you can give. So typically your financial goals will fall under one of these particular categories. So spend, save, pay off debt, invest or give to charity. Now, the next thing you're going to think about is your time frame or air quotes, deadline. And I want you to think about of how much money, determine the amount of money that you'll need to accomplish your goal. So you're going to ask yourself, when do I want to accomplish this goal by? And what's the amount? So for me, saving for, you know, paying off my mortgage is a huge, huge, huge goal. But for 2019, I said to myself, you know what? I want to make $10,000 in extra mortgage payments. So that's my goal. I'm very specific about it. I said I want to pay $10,000, which is the amount. And my time frame is in the year of 2019. So I have 12 months to accomplish this goal. All right. So does this goal stretch me? Absolutely. But is it impossible? No. It's not impossible. And I know I can do this goal because I have saved over $10,000 when I was saving for a down payment on a house. So I know with certainty that I can do it again. So it's really important when you're thinking about your goals to give yourself a deadline. How long is this going to take you and determine how much money you need to accomplish this goal? Now, the second thing is a lot of times we set these goals that are excruciatingly hard, all right? And I'm here to tell you that your goals should not be too hard. Does it stretch you? For sure, your goals should stretch you. I remember back in high school, there were like your reach schools. You know, that's the schools that you know are kind of a little bit out of reach, but you're going to stretch yourself to get there, maybe get better grades. And that's exactly the same concept here. So you want to set goals that will definitely stretch you. But at the end of the day, it's realistic and it's not too over the top. So for example, for me, if I've never saved $10,000 before and I never saved anywhere remotely near $10,000, I would say to myself, you know what? I'm going to save $5,000 or $3,000 this year because $10,000 is would be way too big. And at the end of the day, if I don't make it, I would get so discouraged. And then I would give up and then I would be nowhere near paying off my mortgage, right? So I really want you to think about the kind of goals you're setting for yourself. Is your goal too hard? And only you can determine that. And for me, I am all about that sacrifice life to reach my financial goals, but I'm not going to deprive myself and like literally be miserable day in and day out. Now, 
The third thing that I think you should definitely consider when you're setting your financial goals is to create an emotional connection. And you can do that by visualizing yourself achieving your goal. Literally, sit down, close your eyes, and can you visualize your future? What will your future look like when you accomplish this goal? Do you see it vividly? For me, I vividly see myself paying off my mortgage. It's, you know, for me, I have a big party going on. We have a bonfire in the back. I give my speech about how I paid off my debt. And everyone's cheering me on. We all have champagne in our hand. I rip up the statement, throw it in the bonfire, and everyone is cheering for me. Go, Danielle! Yay! And everyone's clapping, and I'm tears in my eyes. And that is me visualizing my goal of paying off my mortgage. I see it. I feel the emotion right now. I feel the emotion of me paying off my mortgage because I'm so passionate about it. So I ask you the same question. Do you see yourself visualizing, actualizing your future? Do you see your goal that you're accomplishing it? And how do you feel when you accomplish your goal? Are you excited? Are you chill? Are you like enthusiastic? How are you feeling? What's the emotion of behind it? And personally, I find that it's so much easier for me to accomplish goals when I can visualize it. And that is exactly the example I gave about me paying off my mortgage is what I replay in my mind over and over, over and over again. And that's what keeps me motivated because I could see it. You know, I could see myself jumping up and down. I see the celebration and I'm living it. Okay, I'm living it every day. All right. So now the next thing that I want you guys to do is to also think about checking yourself. Check yourself. Are these goals for me or are they for other people? All right. And I'm going to be bold now and I'm going to tell you guys that a lot of people set goals for other people and it doesn't work. You can only get so far when you do things for other people, especially when it's about setting goals. Like the goal that I have of paying off my mortgage, it's going to take years of my life. If I was doing it for my mom, it wouldn't be motivating because it's not intrinsic within me. So I'm going to ask you, are you setting goals for yourself? Is this something that you actually want and value in your life? Or are you saying it because other people want you to do that? So if you're, you know, saving up to go to college, Are you saving up to college because you value college and you want the college path to take you to a certain career? Or are you doing it because your parents said so? Okay, that could be controversial, but that's what I'm talking about. Set goals and check yourself. Check yourself that you're setting goals for yourself and not based on what others want you to do. All right. Now we're going to talk about bridging the gap. And what I mean by bridging the gap is really thinking about how are we going to get there? How do we bridge the gap from where we are right now to where we want to be? And we can easily do this by breaking them down, breaking your goals down into small bite-sized mini goals. All right. So for me, my $10,000 extra payment for my mortgage a year, I break that down. How much is that per month? How much is that per week? How much is that per pay period? So I'm a big fan of figuring out things per pay period because I get paid 
biweekly. So it's so much easier when I think about things per paycheck. So my $10,000 goal, huge, right? That's a big amount. But per month, that's $833. And per pay period, that's $416 every two weeks that I need to save and put it aside so I could pay off $10,000 and be closer, that much closer to being debt-free. Yay! So that's what I'm talking about. It's really bridging the gap. The first thing we talked about is figuring out, assessing where you are right now and where you want to be. And now we're going to close the gap by actually figuring out the bite-sized steps. So think about it, how much you need to save or put aside per month, how much you save per, per week, per pay period, whatever you want to do, but make sure that it's bite-sized action because it's very hard to stick to a goal when it just looks enormous. Now, another thing I wanted to also touch base about is when we are thinking about the bite-sized goals and, you know, we talked about making making your big goal into smaller chunks and figuring out how much money to put aside, you have to think about also what are the things that you actually need to do to make this happen. Because sometimes we have to look outside of ourselves. So what resources do you need to take the first step? Do you have to do research? Do you have to talk to a financial planner or a budgeting coach? Do you have to take a course? You know, do you need to learn how to budget? And that's where the Back to Budgeting Basics course comes in handy. Or do you need to get an accountability partner and someone to help you to just stay on target? So it's not enough for us to bridge the gap by figuring out what we actually need to do. We actually need to think about what's the first step. So for me, what is the first step for me to do so that I can make sure that I get to this $10,000 goal, right? Do I need to do research? No, not really. Do I need to create a routine? For sure. I need to have a direct deposit ready and set so that I can, you know, have it automatically deducted from my paycheck. So I want you to think about the first step. What is the first thing that you need to do to get you one step closer to achieving your goal? And then at the same time, as you're looking forward, I want you also to think about the potential roadblocks because there will be many, my friends. And how do you plan on combating it? Is it having an emergency fund to cover your random expenses? How will you combat potentially losing motivation or getting derailed? Okay, so as we figure out steps that we're going to take, think about how can you potentially minimize as many roadblocks as possible? Very, very, very important. Now, the last thing, guys, as you set your financial goals for the year is to please don't forget to celebrate your milestones and your money wins. Please, every time that you you get one step closer, you made a really big progress, celebrate yourself. And if you're looking for a community to celebrate you, feel free to join the Financially Savvy Travelers Facebook community. Because if you don't celebrate your wins, what happens is you just end up jumping from goal to goal and you feel no emotion and you just feel no sense of, okay, I did this and it feels great and I'm just going to sit in it here. So these are my tips for setting your financial goals. Number one, assess your current situation. Where are you right now and determine where you want to be? What do you want to accomplish? Next, you're going to set a time frame. Give yourself a deadline and think about how much you want to put aside and how much you need for this goal. Next, is your goal too easy? Is it too hard? 
Ideally, your goal should totally stretch you, but it should still be realistic and not too over the top. The next thing we're going to do is create an emotional connection by visualizing yourself achieving your goal. Do you see yourself accomplishing your goal? How do you feel inside of your body? How do you feel? Are you excited? Are you crying tears of joy? What? How are you feeling? Your goals are so much more achievable when you actually are living your future. Like we talked about on the top of the show, your goal is all about visualizing your future today. So that's why it's important for us to actually visualize it and see it. See your goal. And listen, if, if you can't really see yourself accomplish your goal, it's okay. Go back to the drawing board. Think about something that you're passionate about. Something that lights you up, especially when you have super long-term goals, like paying off student loans. I had $63,000 of student loan debt. And when I started my journey, I had to literally see myself debt-free. And I know a lot of us were like, well, I can never imagine my life without debt. Then you will always be in debt. That's the case. You have to visualize your future today. You have to be able to see it. And if you can't see it, perhaps that means that you should think about setting another financial goal, something that you're more passionate about. Because a lot of us have student loan debt and not everyone is passionate about paying it off. And there's no shame in that. But it's really important for us to create an emotional connection and visualize ourselves achieving our goals. And that's how we, you know, that brings us so much more closer. Next, we have to make sure we check ourselves. And this means, are we doing this for us or are we doing this for someone else? Are we doing this based off what others want for us? Our friends, our family, our teachers? Sorry, but not sorry, but these goals have to be for you. What do you want in your life? What do you value in your life? And those are the goals that you should stand by and stick by. Next, we're going to bridge the gap. Think about what are the many actionable steps that you need to take to get there. And like I talked about, personally, I love breaking down my goals by pay period because it's so much easier to know, okay, this paycheck, I'm going to be taking out this X amount of money. And, you know, it's important to think about the resources. What are the things that you'll need to take at least the first step? Is it talk to an expert, create a routine, get a course, or get an accountability partner? And what are the potential roadblocks that might get in your way? And lastly, celebrate your wins. Hashtag money wins. Celebrate them. Do something nice for yourself, even if it's a walk, you know, going for a walk or going to the beach or, or you don't have to spend money, guys, to have fun, as we know. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I'm really passionate about helping you set your financial goals and for you to crush it this year. I believe in you. We are going to crush it in 2019. And honestly, it starts with mindset. It starts with setting the right financial goals. And I cannot wait to hear all about your financial success. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it with me on Twitter or Instagram. I love seeing that you guys are listening and you're vibing with the episodes. It means so much to me that to know that you're out here listening. It means a lot. Spread the word. Travel and money, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you guys. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I will see you in the next episode of the Thought Card Podcast. Bye for now. Bye.